right, welcome back to the Killer Fun Podcast, kids. I'm Christy. I'm Jackie. We are back again with you today. Um, so I have a little um, murder thing. It wasn't exactly murder, but I was kind of, <clears throat> I thought I was watching a chick flick. <laughs> I, yes. So, but it end up, ended up a little murdery. And despite the fact that it was a good movie, I did not like it because I was not prepared for the death. And it was not a Nicholas Sparks movie. Whoa. Well, I was about to ask because <laughs> then I know that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Amelia Clark was in it. She's Daenerys Tardigarian in... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I know who that is. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Pr- pretty. She's blonde on Game of Thrones. Brunette in real life. She's brunette in this movie. Real cute. Super fun. Winning personality. Just love her. And in this movie, Me Before You is what it's called. Gotcha. Uh-huh. I've not seen this movie. See, and I had not seen it either, but I had heard lots of women friends saying, how, oh, it's so romantic, and oh, it's so good. So and you're thinking chick it. flick. I'm Facing thinking chick flick. Feel good chick flick. Totally down for that. So, spoiler alert. She's a companion to a young man who's very attractive, who was injured and made a complete paraplegic, partial, partial quadriplegic. Ooh. So she finds out, like, halfway through the movie, she's been hired to try and change this guy's mind from going and having assisted suicide in Switzerland. And Ooh. I'm like, oh, she's going to save him, and it's going to be great. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, right there. Oh, no. He dies at the end, and I was not prepared for it. That's not a chick flick. It was not a chick flick. It's not chick flick. I mean, it was a chick flick right up until I realized, holy crap, he's really going to do it. (laughs) So, that was my unexpected brush with death this week. I'm glad it was, you know, In a movie. Yeah, this fictional. It could have been worse. Not like. (laughs) Yeah. But I I did not know. Wait, in Switzerland, then, assisted suicide is legal. In the movie? I don't know Interesting. if it is. I think it is in some parts of the world. It's definitely in some parts of the U.S. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, when you think about assisted suicide, you think about, like, old people with terminal cancer and not... Disabled uh, people who yes. are struggling. Yes, because he loved his life and he missed his life from before. And, well, I... Just Which I'm on board. I, I can understand it. I can understand. I can, especially, especially after Amelia Clark is in love with you. Right? Right? She's gorgeous and absolutely endearing throughout the entire movie. You just, you want to pick her up and hug her because she's so little and cute and sweet. <laughs> Little and sweet. She was, and she dressed. But she wasn't enough. I. That's interesting. And it made me very sad. And I just, I wanted her to be enough. She would be enough for me. I'm a girl (laughs) who likes boys. Yeah, a girl crush. Yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. (laughs) She, even in a non-romantic way, her sweet, winning personality would have changed my mind. But (sighs) well, that's just so depressing. It was awful. That's depressing. So, it was depressing, but was it a little it was fun, though? 
it was it was fun until like the last. 15, and it just wasn't fun at all. The fifteen last fifteen minutes of the movie, which you know you've invested two hours already, <sighs> you might as well. You've got to watch the last fifteen minutes. I was ugly crying. I was glad nobody else was home. <laughs> Husband's at work, kids are at school, I'm ugly crying on the couch. Wow. Yeah. Who's that? Well, I don't think I need to watch the movie. No, I mean, uh, well, I think I'm all set. So, even, I wouldn't say don't watch the movie. If it's out, I don't think I'll watch it again. And I'm not totally sorry that I watched it, because it was, it was really good, but I didn't like it. It was really good. It was really good. But you didn't like but it. But I couldn't get on board with the end. Okay, I've had movies like that. Yeah. Where it's really good. Yeah. But I could never watch it again. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but I think I knew going in that it was going to be a hard movie. Yeah. Like, Boy See, in the Striped Pajamas. Hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. Is it? That's a really hard movie. And that's an ugly cry movie. Oh. And I watched it on an airplane. That oh. was not smart. Oh, don't I'm do that. that. I, did, I knew it was going to be hard, but I didn't think it was going to be that hard. Oh. And so I'm sitting there with, like, my peanuts, and it's an overseas flight, so it's packed. Oh. And everybody's up and, and walking around, oh, and, and I'm just a blasted mess. But the movie was so good, and I think every child should watch it because it's about the Holocaust. Oh, um, yeah. But I, I, will ne- I don't like it. Yeah. I will never watch it again. Yeah. But... So I can I can understand that. Yeah, I, I mean it was it was really good, but murdery. <laughs> yeah, like unexpectedly murdery, and it wasn't like violent or gory. I don't know. I read. Um, did you ever read Under the Dome by Stephen King? No, I haven't. That was another one that it was so good, but I didn't like it. It was so uh, up until the end. Now I guess they made a television show, and because I just. Oh, yeah, with Michael Chiklis. I don't remember this. I don't know. They made a whole series because the book is like a thousand pages long. It's a very large commitment. And that is why even when I realized what was going to be happening at the end, I I was not going to like it. I still read it because I'd already invested 900 pages in this book. That I understand. That I understand. Because Dark Tower is kind of the same commitment level. And that takes a... A bit on the uptake for me. Yeah, um, that one yeah. is a little, but there's it's violent and it's oh. and it's harsh well, in some ways. Put it down. What what was it that Joey said in Friends when he reads The Shining? He always made sure puts it in the works. freezer. I've done that before. <laughs> I put a book in the freezer, <laughs> but not Little Women. No, not Little Women. <laughs> I didn't freeze Little Women, but I knew. But I, again, I was prepared. You were prepared for it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so yeah you know I guess if you're prepared for it it is different yeah and uh, yeah but I was not prepared for this movie no yeah well that's too bad yeah it was too bad it's kind of breaks my heart that that's a thing yeah actually yeah like I just want to know going in yeah I really do I want to be emotionally prepared <sighs> yeah it's yeah. like if you sit down to watch CSI or any, you know, you know. I know, well, and I do as somebody who likes true crime or likes crime entertainment, mm-hmm. it's surprising that I don't particularly like that show on a regular basis because 
very often the bad guy doesn't get what they deserve. Ooh. And it's really frustrating. It's maddening. It's, yes. And I understand it's supposed to replicate real life, but in the entertainment realm, I would like a little more closure. You want the good guys to win. I do. And the bad guys to suffer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I understand what you mean. Yes. Because on Criminal Minds, it's kind of the sort of the same thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes they go in. But see, I think I get closure from there because that show is so good at developing character. That when they're yes. on the plane and they're all discussing it at the end, you know, someone might be upset that the the bad guy didn't get what he deserved or didn't get caught or maybe he got shot in a shootout and they're mad because they wanted him to live and suffer, but they discuss it. Yeah. Uh, and there's that encouragement that happens uh, for the mission to keep going. Uh, and so I, I find a little bit more closure. Maybe I, maybe I need to, cause I have kind of shunned criminal minds a little bit only because I thought it was more CSI like where it's more episodic, mm. you know, there's some character building, but there's, there's not as much of a maybe I need to be yeah spending some major time with character that. building, major attachment I to wanna, characters. Oh, we'll see. And I like that. <laughs> I, I'm totally on board with that. Well, then you need to dive in. All right, dive in. Netflix is awaiting yes. because, and yes, that's what is. I do. By the way, every night is I <laughs> as I go through all the seasons, and then I just start over from one again. Aww. And I do this until Netflix releases the latest season that I'm missing uh-huh. on cable. Right. right. And then and then I keep going and yeah. then I go back because it's just so comforting and you get something out of it. Um, yeah. The like relationships. But I am the psychology person. I, yes. I enjoy that a lot. So I kind of, yes. I get into the weeds about, yeah. about that. And, well, and isn't know. it fun to go back and rewatch it and see the things you missed or what you didn't remember that kind of adds to your enjoyment about it. Yes, to catch clues you didn't catch the first time around. It's a it's a big thing. These writers are geniuses. They're geniuses. No kidding. No kidding. It's crazy. Yes. Well, it's like reading Harry Potter. I've read Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I stopped counting at a dozen times when I read the whole series. <laughs> and it's just one of the, and it's like you pick it up. It's the comfort. I get to the end of book seven and I'm not ready to be done. I'm not ready to have to say goodbye to my friends in the books. Yes. So I pick up the first book and start over. And my daughter asked to start reading Harry Potter no! and I've never been so happy. It's a proud moment. <laughs> yes, it is. She wants to, she'll read it on her own. She asked to read it with us in the evenings. It's fabulous. I had a, uh, Proud mama moment. Oh, what's that? Well, because my son asked to read Game of Thrones. Oh! And a little piece of me was like, yes, you want to get into like a series. And then I went, no. Yeah, there's a little too much incest. I'm a hypocrite because I've read every word. You're not a hypocrite. (laughs) You're you're an adult. I'm an adult. I can read it. understands the context of it. You don't want him to frame his context Based on the book. No, because it's yeah. it's rough. Oh, And if you watch yes, the HBO has. series, it's rough. Oh my gosh, the book the, is more rough. Okay, so I have read the first book. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was so good. But it was rough, and I have not gone back and read more. Ugh. Partly because I also know that television series, which I have seen all of multiple oh, times. Oh, yes. Because that's built differently. The yes. books are more linear. Yes. And the television series, less so, from mm-hmm. what I understand. So... Um, yeah. The interesting thing about the book, though, is that mm-hmm. the author does such an amazing job creating this whole other world, including in other languages. 
And I think I was in book three uh-huh. and I was reading along and one of the characters made some joke and I laughed out loud. Uh-huh. And about that moment, I stopped and I looked and I said, how did I know that was funny? There was no immediate context uh-huh. for why this was funny. It was as if we made an Abraham Lincoln joke, right? Yes. You don't need to explain who Abraham Lincoln is to make a joke about his silly hat or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's all silk hat. In the United States, you don't. In the United States, you don't. But I'm sitting here reading this book, and it makes some up-not joke that was very subtle. And I laughed, and I thought, he's indoctrinated my mind. <laughs> I know I will go through life and I'll speak words in different phrases or I'll curse in languages <laughs> that are in the book and I'm like, Whoa. yes, <laughs> awesome. yes, and it was just it was a little weird. That's... I'd get lost in that world. Yes, it's yeah. easy to do. This yeah. is why we appreciate the good writers. It's the so, good writers. Cheers to you. I lift my coffee cup. Yes, as do I. All right, speaking of good writers, so we weren't sure what we were going to do the next time, but our next Hunt a Killer box came a little sooner than we had anticipated because evidently they mail them on the first so that they can send them slow boat shipping and you'll get them by the 15th. So we thought they didn't ship them till the 15th. But it got here. But it got here early. So instead of doing any of the other things that we had considered, we're going to go ahead and do the next Hunt to Kill Your Box because we don't want to Well, it's here. And now I'm itchy. Yeah, exactly. So this one does not make the same um, Ooh. noises that the last one did. But I think the last one, it came with that little pin. That yeah. Was just it like, had I think that's like a welcome to the first one here. So, Alrighty. but it's open. We're going to open it. All right. Welcome to the Awakening episode two. Our package contains seven items. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. So it didn't make a noise, but before we even get in to our envelope, there is a little box. I love little boxes. Oh, we have a box. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's a little flashlight thingy. Oh, wait. Maybe I need to scrape this light. It, the end was kind of... Oh, you may have to oh, put a battery in it. Oh, put batteries in it. Okay. It's a little LED. Yeah, is it LED? Is it a black light? What is it? Oh, it could be a black light. It could be a black light. Oh, that would Ooh. be so cool. Oh, yeah, it needs batteries. I hope I have that size. We'll look in a minute. All right, we'll open up the box, and then when we take our little time travel break, we will put batteries in this bad boy. Oh, look, this one has my name on it. Ooh. It didn't have my name on it last time. It has my name and my address. Interesting. Now it is inspected by someone else. It is inspected by someone else. And I think now we understand how to get into that. We we should. But last time we had issues. Last time we had to go and copy it from somebody else. Well, And and then paste it in for it to recognize. At least now I know. Okay, so this envelope is... It's bigger. It's chock full. It's like, it's full. It's ooh, got, ooh, 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 ooh. What is that? It's I don't a know. It's a white thing. It oh, looks, it looks like a tooth. Ooh. It's a fake tooth. But it's I'm like, grateful for that. Well, me too. put that out there. There's a tooth. We go to pull like things out and it fell tooth. out. Like a fang. It looks like a Wait, line. wait. Who was attacked by cats last time? <laughs> there was wasn't there an article about somebody being attacked? Oh, by, by like a, not a, a mountain like a house cat. 
<laughs> Although people walk into my house, they think my cat's going to attack well, me. Well, your cat's enormous. Well, I have a bangle, so he's huge. And so uh-huh. one day we had an estimate come through, and they were doing an estimate for, gosh, I don't even know what. And he was saying, this many rooms, one dog, one tiger. One dog. <laughs> he's not that big. Well, that's interesting. So, and it looks like it has a root. It's not just, it looks like it's got a root and it's pointy and. Yeah, and it straight up looks and like a thing. But it's a little weird. Dirty. It is weird. All right. So, dear listening friend, we're excited to have you, you that you've decided to continue your voluntary enrollment in our charitable organization's flagship program. You're a key member of our family. Very interesting. All right. George Madison, I think that's a different person. This is a vice president mm-hmm. and lead encouragement officer. Aww. Yeah. yeah, that seems like it. The a... LEO. <laughs> okay, I want to like mess it up. All right, well here we've got a little picture. Looks like something from Game of Thrones. <laughs> it does look like something from Game of Thrones. Interestingly enough, it looks like a cipher. It does look like a cipher. Well, it's like a t- two men. They look like men to me, uh, laying on the ground, either being attacked by or making out with a dragon. And all the men and the dragon are all very, very muscly. So that's interesting. And it's kind of on a vellum. You can kind of see through it. Yeah, you can see yeah. through it. In fact, there are Ooh, and there's little holes holes in this in the picture, anyways. That, uh, would allow you to look through it. Mm-hmm. I'm certain. Oh, hey, maybe that'll be our. Maybe it'll be something easy to figure out this this time. Oh, maybe. Here we go. We have another letter from our dude, who evidently doesn't have my name this time. It just says friend. Hmm. Maybe he doesn't care. Oh, it's long. It's ooh, two ooh, pages, ooh, and ooh. it's the nice J- JWJ John William James. Oh. Whoa. Oh, and a bloody fingerprint. Uh-huh, on a poem. So we have one page that's a letter, and then one that is a fairly lengthy poem with what appears to be a bloody fingerprint. What I want to know is why this guy in the psych ward, because we've determined that, that he's in the psych ward. Yes. He has a really nice paper. He really does. And a, and it... And it looks like he's on a typewriter. Well, and I think that point, they weren't giving him a pen or a pencil because he was dangerous. And I feel like they should give him a computer. I hope this is just a font because I don't, I don't see giving a typewriter to someone in there because there's lots of parts in there that can be creatively repurposed. So I got to think it's a computer, but he's typing it to make it look like. Yes. It's on a, uh, on a typewriter. Oh, the old typewriter. Or they're just... Hmm. All right, so ooh, we'll read creepy. the letter. Ooh, it's just, old psych words are creepy. Oh, yeah. No, because nothing good happened in those places. Let's, let's just... Have, okay, so we've also got a folder. It's like a manila folder, but browner. Yeah. And it's got a little metal piece in the... It's like a med- medical folder. It, yeah, it is like a medical folder. So it's got... Or a, oh, or, a, or a case file. Or a case file. That's what this appears to be. So it's got uh, brads at the top of both sides, and there's pieces of paper. Wow, there's and lots then, of information yeah, in here. Yeah, some of it's redacted. Yet again, one set is white. One set is cream. I don't know if that's to indicate age. We have something on these 
pages, mm -hmm. like some of the yellow pages, body images that they have, um, like where somebody might have been injured, like if an, an autopsy. Yeah, that's like a, they, autopsy. That's how, well, at least on you know, Dr. Ooh. G, medical examiner, then this was the kind of body. So yeah. I assume, you know. I, that that's maybe or injury report or injury because report. I, I have seen that when you go into a new doctor's office and and they ask you where you hurt oh. you know and you have to circle like where oh. you know and and I'm a wimp so when I get there I just circle the, the whole, whole body, body you know just to make sure they know I'm serious mm -hmm. <laughs> yes like I hurt all over all see over. but they might not take that very seriously yeah I don't take their paperwork very seriously well, either. <laughs> This is true. I digress. All right. This now, this looks interesting because mm -hmm. what I see here are, are case files of situations and incidences with this um, patient back here. Oh, who's our patient? Patient name Lloyd McGowan. Yeah. So there's a patient here, and then there's a doctor, the treatment type, and then a staff report. Okay. You know, um, so, there's a, so there's a couple of incident reports. And then there was something very interesting I saw back oh. here. Um, talks about coming to an agreement. It this looks like the end of a of an incident that came to a deal, mm. some kind of mm, we'll resolution outside of court, a, maybe a little more closely. Yeah, this is going to take oh, some hey, time. Oh, hey, look, hey, look at this, Heather. Let's reduce Mr. McGowan's medication. I'm curious about what, if anything, he has to say. Thanks, George. Who is our letter from in the George. listening friends of America? George Manson. I wonder if these people are somehow related. Because doesn't it seem weird that somebody who has, I'm assuming this is from the psych ward, right? This is to Mr. Madison. But, this yeah. is part of that agreement. Yeah. So we're going to have to okay, investigate but that. Why? Means. Lloyd McGowan is the patient here, but it's right. to George Madison from the doctor. Yeah. But why? That's L interesting. We'll have to read more about this because the L.F. O'Brien Asylum, the Listening Friends, Friends Asylum, that seems a very suspicious. This is all because suspicious. my understanding of the Listening Friends of America was that it was a separate organization that help connect people who might be lonely. From all different places. From all right? different. Not just, you know, prisons, yes, asylums, yes, but also nursing homes and other other places that people might be, huh. Right. So that's weird. It, it's, it seems weird to me. Yeah. Because last time we did see O'Brien Asylum. Yes, we but did. But we did not see LF. LF initials in front of So that's very interesting. And maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not listening friends, but that old Georgie Pants over here can make a suggestion about a patient's medication. It's very suspicious to me. Yeah, that is suspicious. Now, how does this relate to our JWJ though? Because this patient we're dealing with is not the same right. one. Right. This is, so, yeah, this is Lloyd McGowan. Hmm. This is Lloyd McGowan. Yeah, that's interesting. We're going to have to Read more. He wrote us a letter. We'll have to read that. And Lots of violent outbursts, unknown attempts of self-harm. They, they do mm. check self-harm. Yes, self-harm, but not suicide. Right. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Poor, poor guy. 
whoever he is, oh Lloyd, troubled person. Yes, yes. Not, not, but it's fairly old because the, the involuntary psychiatric evaluation was performed in 1967, right. which I believe was about the same time that the articles were from that we received yes. in the first box. They um, were. Now, yeah. I'd love to know how old he was at the time, because all we have here is re- reproduced. Right. That this page was reproduced in 97. Right. So if this was he done was, in 67. So, yeah. So it was 30 years. But how post. old was he? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe it'll... It seems to have a lot of, like, personal identifying information in here. Because if we can help know, you know, how old he was, that right. might guide us to whether this is... He's really actually exhibiting new mental illness or whether he's being drugged mm-hmm. or whether he's being framed. Well, it was the 60s. So... <laughs> That's there, true. There could be some drugs oh, involved. Date of birth. Oh, 41. 1941. Okay, mm. okay so he was kind of in a yeah, prime age. His, his late 20s. Yeah. Um, when does... Isn't there a few psychiatric illnesses that don't show up till your yeah. mid to late 20s? Right. Typically? Typically. Schizophrenia, uh-huh. some of these other types. Uh, Man, that's terrifying. Yeah. Especially as a parent, thinking about that, you know, you think you got your kid <laughs> all, like, grown up and squared away. And then, boom. And boom. Scary. No, no not so much. Interesting. Uh, all right, so. I want to use this cipher okay. on the letter. Oh, I want to sure. see if it works with the poem. Oh, I, I know we haven't really read the poem yet, but I have this feeling. Well, shall we read the poem? We shall. Okay. I wrote you a poem, my friend, yet wise, in hope that you'll see my words with care. I wrote every line with open eyes. Remember the tale of Cadmus and remember his friends when peace they found before the dragon their flesh did rend. So they are being eaten mm-hmm. by that dragon. Here I am, the loose spring of friendship, and you trust your friends, no doubt. But remember, dear Cadmus, remember his friends, for who will you be when this story ends? Well, that goes with your theory from the last time. <laughs> who are we going to be? All right. Some would tell you to lock me up every key thrown away, my e-clap, my... E-calp? E-calp. Place spelled backwards. Forgotten. So every key thrown away, my e-calp or place forgotten. Even you, dearest friend, tempting as I know it may be to rip this poem, toss the pieces into the seto. Yeah, which, which looks is like holes. Holes spelled backwards. Us, I mean we, can't live separately. Throw away these lines, he wins. Here I am, dearest friends, a piece of me for you. So I think we can always, John William James, I think we can assume that's uh, Johnny Billy's Yeah. Blood. Let's see. What kind of crap inspectors do they have letting this? So wait, what if Is, we're going to have to play with this? Yeah, we'll I have to know. play with it a little bit because it's but interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to take a few minutes off mic to check it out we'll be back all right so we're back 
we've examined things. I don't, I don't know if we learned as much as we'd like. We did use our handy dandy little uh, flashlight. It is indeed a black light. Yes, it's so fun. That was so, cool. Yeah, it was fun and only a little creepy to shine it on other things in the house. <laughs> yes, be aware <laughs> where you put that. Yeah, thing. I think I'm gonna have to hide it from my kids, or maybe yeah. I should. Oh, inspect their room. Well, then, maybe, or maybe you have them inspect their rooms and let them be disgusted by it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a good tool. It's it, mm, yeah, I, it's a good tool. I don't know how much of it I want to ignorance. ignorance. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know that I want to take that to a hotel room because oh. I don't think I'd ever stay in a hotel room again. No, you definitely don't no, do that. No, okay. But um, there was on the back of our letter a uh, number. It was I six I eight or one, one six one eight, right? Which we think has to do with a murder that JWJ is trying to ask us to solve for him, right? So we get this case file, and at the uh-huh. left side of the case file, at the bottom, we see an autopsy report for a patient who is not this person. Yeah, it's for a different person. And so this different person's case file, and she is number 618. Yes. So we're thinking that has to do with each other somehow. Yes. I didn't find anywhere else to figure that out. So if we look at um, our letter from the Listening Friends of America, it was from George Madsen both times, though it seems like his title has changed. So vice president. Still. But he went from chief welcoming agent mm-hmm. to lead encouragement officer. Yeah. So I don't know if that matters, if it means anything. It's weird. It's weird, but the letters are different. One is welcoming and one's the other, so he could just be a dork. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the vice president of encouragement. <laughs> Now that you're not new, I'm going to be encouraging and maybe only lie to you a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yes, we have been warned. We have been warned from our our friend that we should not take what, or we should take everything they tell us with a grain of salt. Yes. Do not take it at face value. We don't know what our tooth is other than perhaps it has something to do with the dragon. Um, that's in our vellum picture with the holes in it. Yeah, that's a little abstract. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were talking about how we wanted to win. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not really sure if we got that this time, I, but what we're finding is that it's more of a puzzle than it is just an investigation. Right. So this this dragon's tooth that we think it is, because dragons don't exist, um, is very... <laughs> Metaphorical. <laughs> yeah, yes. Which, and what is the tooth from? That's what weird. is it from? Because Ooh. the notes in the inspector definitely notate that it's got nerves. Yes. So but that they don't believe this gets me. They don't believe it's John William James's tooth. Why doesn't somebody go check? Why doesn't they? I don't know. Why why <laughs> do they not go check and make sure Yes, he's an inmate, but isn't he also a patient? He's a patient. He's a patient. So, you know, let's care. If this is his tooth, though, he's a shapeshifter. So, (laughs) 
So he some people to... have pointy teeth. Maybe he filed them down as a young man, and that's, that's why true. it's so pointy. That's you know, true. Got the creepy but it's also like that. almost an inch long. Like it's well, how long? It, well, it? it's got the root on it. Is that the long yeah. hair? Yeah. I had teeth removed when I was a little kid, and that's like that's how big they were. Oh my And gosh. it was a baby tooth. Oh. Like the for whatever reason, the older teeth weren't dissolving the root of the baby teeth, and I had to have them removed, and they were all that longer, longer. Oh, oh, I know, it was awful. It was creepy. But it is creepy. So it's it could possibly be human, but it, it, human or not, where did it come from? Why is nobody checking on a patient and to find out where they got it, or do they have all their teeth in their head? <laughs> right. Like, these. I have more questions than I have answers. Yes, far more questions. Um, yeah. But we see that the poem he wrote even has a little acrostic. Yes. Which is, again, a bit more of a puzzle, more abstract, metaphorical than it is in evidence. Right. So this entire file seems to be pointing us to doubt. Doubt yes. in the listening friends of America. Yes. That's the only win I think I have in it. Okay, so I don't know that it matters, but the murdered person, 618, um, her name's Lillian. We believe her to be another inmate that they're accusing Lloyd McGowan, whose file we received. Right, who was also uh, a patient. Who is also a patient. Of murder, and we know that JWJ does not believe that Lloyd did it, and also believes that he was treated poorly. So, which I agree because they gave him um, medication used to treat schizophrenia, Melaril, and then restrained him and left him alone for three months. Right. So, yeah, poor treatment. Right. I don't know that that was particularly uncommon in the late 60s, though. Probably not that uncommon. But he seemed to think that that was poor treatment for this facility. It, it was particularly poor treatment. Particularly. And he says, he's implying, rather, yes. that this man was accused of the murder of Lillian. And that that may not be the case. Yes. And so we're we're investigating to see if it's possible. And per his file... When Lillian's autopsy was done, he was locked away in this unfair treatment, restrained right. because of violent outburst. Right. Could he have done it? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. What I did find interesting was that um, Lloyd's mother has an unusual name, Oif, A-I-O-F-E, Oif, Oife. No. I don't know. It's Irish. And Lillian, the victim, had red hair and blue eyes. So... Dutch, maybe she looked kind of Irish. So I don't know if that points to Lloyd as that he was trying to work out some demons with schizophrenia when it came to his mother. Right. Or does it, is, does it make Lloyd a bit of an easy scapegoat because his mother possibly and the victim have Similar Some, ethnicities. Yeah, or, yeah, similar physical traits. We could go down a rabbit trail with this because it could be that Lillian, his sister. Oh. It could be that Lillian and Lloyd are the same person. 
Oh, wow. Now, we know in the autopsy, though, that that we discover that she's definitely female anatomically. Yes. Um, However, we don't really have proof that Lloyd McGowan is not a female. Right. So, Um, it'd be interesting... Because but, then 30 years later, we see this transfer letter. So it's dated right. in 1997, and, and Lloyd McGowan is being transferred to another facility under what looks to be a suspicious and shady little deal-making. Y- yes, for sure. And, yes, he was transferred 30 years later. And, oh, but to whom's facility are they transferring him? Mm-hmm. Hmm. A certain George Matson. Yes. What? Why? I don't. This is the question I have. Why is George so involved with an asylum? I thought he was part of the Listening Friends of America, which right. is separate. And so. he has influence because that last letter says yes. Says, "Hey Heather, let's <laughs> reduce his medication. I'd like to hear what you have to say." <laughs> So that's very interesting because I'm wondering what would he say if he wasn't sedated? Yes. So I don't know. There's lots of questions on okay, the so Again, more questions. So we did need a little help with the cipher because I guess we just weren't patient enough with it. Maybe. Or I, I was looking for something a little more clear. Um, I, we did get the well-placed holes. Um, because the uh, image of the dragon eating the man does have holes, though I don't know that they're covering up anything particularly horrific in the image. The image is fairly graphic and violent anyway, even with those holes removed. It's a mean dragon. Mm-hmm. Well, dragons are not nice. They're large and fictional. He's nice and why peach like dragon. Well, that's true. <laughs> they were nice and that made, made me cry. Spike on uh, My Little Pony. There you go. See, dragons are not always vicious. Mm-hmm. No, no. There's uh, books I read in high school that were about dragons and people rode the dragons. They're not uh, how to train your dragon. How to train your they dragon. They ride the dragons in that too. Yeah. Right? So I, I prefer the friendly dragons I that think- are like. It's like having a big dog who's yes. friendly, but also intimidating. And can fly. And can fly. Can fly. <laughs> yes, it's good stuff. So um, Jackie came up with, uh, be sure to view the real day. From which, the cipher, but I don't know that that's actually anything. No, I, but it, it, it like you said, it does go along with the actual. Which is discover, don't believe them here. Yeah. So he's telling us not to, either way, the cipher that we asked the internet for a little help and what Jackie came up with both seem to indicate that we cannot trust entirely what the Listening Friends of America are telling us, which is reiterated in the actual words of JWJ himself. Uh, We don't know what the bloody fingerprint is on the poem. Um, if, if you hold, if we put it under the black light, you can see the, his uh, fingerprints fairly well in it. We assume that it's his fingerprints. Again, the inspector notes that there is a bloody fingerprint on this and just sends it along. 
Nobody's going to check on this guy. Nope. Nobody cares about him. It's, it's Which makes me wonder if he's not only telling us to not trust listing Friends of America, but also this case file that maybe things in it are are not just redacted, but incorrect because to, we even right. have a relationship between the asylum and listening friends of America. So it's trust no one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who are these bastards and why are they lying? Yes. To right. Yes. So my so, favorite professor in college told us to, <laughs> to anytime we read a book, that's what we should, we should ask ourselves, who is this bastard and why is he lying? That's so funny. I thought, and that and the um, an absence as a presence, the absence of someone's head is a presence in the room. Ooh, yeah, it's good stuff, right? That's interesting. Like an absence as a presence, something missing is conspicuous. And I wonder, I'm trying to figure out if there's something conspicuously missing right from this. What are we not getting? Is it supposed to be jumping out at me? And I just can't see it, or is there, or is there not? But I would say slightly more satisfying than the last box. Slightly more satisfying. But still with lots and lots of questions. Yeah, I just feel like I get the process a bit better now. Yes. So I'm maybe looking through the right perspective so that I won't be so blindsided. You know, maybe but, we'll get the win that we so want. Right. Maybe next time, uh-huh. you know, but I'll tell you one thing they're doing. They're roping us in. Well, yes. Cause here we are $60 into it. Yeah. And, and I'm one thinking, more box. I'm thinking one more box. One more box. This is what we did with private school with my kids is, <laughs> you know, go to preschool and one more year to more until, year. you know, now he's about to go to public school <laughs> in high school in high school so, and yeah. yeah so you know I have a feeling we're probably going to end up one more boxing ourselves all the way through this but um it was interesting it was fun it was it was fun I, I enjoyed the frustration does that make any sense at all yes like I, I enjoy it <laughs> I enjoy it more once we sit down and list out the things that we found and the things we found interesting than in the middle of the frustration. <laughs> it's kind of like that awful story that you have that you tell at parties, yeah. whatever that story is, this awful thing happened, but you really enjoy telling the story and you did in hindsight, it's not so awful. It's not so awful. And in fact, telling the story almost makes it worth it sometimes. Living your truth, and if people don't want to be talked about or written about, they should behave better. That's so true. That's so true. Although <laughs> I from think those stories, I tell, there's somebody else out there telling the same story about me. No, you know no. what I mean. Like most of my stories, I I can see how the other characters are going. Like the guy, the guy last week that got mad at me oh. on the road. This guy, there is a guy out there telling a, a story, story about me. But I was driving along, and this guy's in front of me. And I am singing and just having my own good time in the car. And all of a sudden, this guy slams on his brakes in front of me, flips me off with a vengeance, and then swerves to the side of the road and viciously waves me by, right? And I'm confused. I have no idea what this guy is doing. I'm certainly not going to go past him and put him behind me because I do not know what's going on here. You do not want him to follow you. And so I am emphatically telling him to go. And finally, I just lay on the horn and he finally gets in front of me and I calm down 
and we're still driving along and I'm like, who is this guy? So I finally go back to my singing and I am singing my Broadway version of I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, this hell I'm living and my fist is up in the air and then I realized... This guy thinks I'm shouting at him with my fist in the air, and I have my mouth wide open, and he thinks I'm screaming at him. So then I feel really bad because this guy is like, who is that chick behind me screaming at me? So now I'm like, how can I rectify this? I can't. So I pull up to him next to the intersection, and I know I'm not going to get his attention to be like, no, really, I'm just singing Broadway. I get it now. So I'm sitting in the front seat directing myself, you know, uh-huh. like so that maybe he'll realize, oh, she's a music person. Uh-huh. Maybe she was singing something. I don't know. But chances are he probably posted on his Facebook later about this weird chick who was screaming behind him on the road. And, well, that's that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you never know. There's two sides to every story. <laughs> you know, it's not. This poor guy. Yeah. I made his day so bad. No, no, no. Okay, you did. Okay, you're giving yourself too much power, honey. Oh, that's I'm, true. I'm sorry. Because that's true. His, maybe his day was bad to start And maybe with. that's why he got so that, angry with me. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, he, he had a choice in how he reacted to that. It's true. And it's true. That, he, that he chose poorly is a reflection of... Him or where he's at, and not a few. Thank you. <laughs> Does it reflect poorly now that I laugh at him like no. a lot? No. <laughs> I don't. Because I feel like, wow, boy, I got you. Right. That was funny. Yeah. Now yeah. I want to go drive behind people and see how long it takes them <laughs> to get mad at me if I'm singing and all of this. Oh, well, that makes me a morbid person. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are looking okay. at crime, trying to figure things out. There's yep. a little morbidity built into this <laughs> killer little murdery. podcast. Yes, it's a little murdery. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, I think that's I think that's it. So be sure to join us again on Killer Fun, and uh, you know, find us on Facebook and the tweets. And we'll uh, try and keep in touch with you that way. So go and like us and talk to us. And we want to hear from you. All right. See you next time. Bye.